And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another, and this is a special edition of those Funnies Podcast. It is finally the time, Curtis. Deuce Trials have arrived. And here we thought we weren't going to have more than 10. <laughs> I know. Talking to the publicity yes, director. Exactly. And all of a sudden we get the entries and they pop up uh, with 12, 12 big trials to the deuce. So I hope uh, you, you've done a little extra cardio. Uh, you're eating a little bit better because you'll be working overtime on Sunday. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun night, that's for sure. And every trial, at least with a field of eight, there's a, maybe one or two with the fields of nine, if I remember correctly. But nonetheless, I expected at best ten we get deuces. Yeah, twelve trials, and with the twelve trials, no no extra thoroughbred races in the beginning. To uh, start the car, you know how big of a fan I am of that. You know, I, I hate having all quarter horse trials with one thoroughbred, uh, <laughs> you know, twenty five hundred or five thousand dollar claimer. Uh, but yes, all quarter horse card, and uh, yeah, I was surprised because I felt that we didn't get that many shippers um, yeah. uh, to to come over uh, later on in the year, and yet we still had a, a pretty good uh, number of horses going to the trials. It's gonna be a fun night of trials. Before we do and dive in into that. Uh, Originally, we had planned to uh, be joined by uh, our director of marketing publicity, Orlando Gutierrez. We had planned it all along, but he's been a busy man this week. Yep. He's been basically spending more time at Los Al than I'm pretty sure at home. So we, we gave him the night off for the podcast. We'll circle back with him maybe for the championship weekend finals, maybe around there. But he was so busy because it was revealed that the lounge is officially... Burgerts at Los Alamitos. How about that? I mean, we're all scratching our heads saying, how could you not name this place after Ed Burgart? After everything he's done, low-key, I thought that it was planned all along. That, that's so. what I think. But at first, I, 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 I was not on the inside. I did not know mm -hmm. at all. But at first, they started mentioning the Vessels Lounge, and I was like, no, nah, that's a little bit too confusing. Yes. That's probably just a placeholder name at that point. I, but I did. I had no idea... Um, I went down to the to the grand opening yesterday. I was there, and there was like this sign covered up, right? And you know, Orlando was like, "Oh, we're going to interview Ed and and our president Kathy Maji." I was like, "Oh, that looks pretty, pretty standard procedure." Mm -hmm. But there was a poster, something covered up. Yes. Did not know about it, but I was like, uh, "When they're interviewing going around, we're going to unveil this." I was like, "What could it be? Maybe a photo or something, whatever." So I had no idea. So it was pretty cool to see Ed Berger's reaction when they announced it live on TVG. Yeah, I, I think it was a pretty special moment for him. He doesn't like to let it, you know, uh, like we've said before, how he's playing it pretty cool yes. about this being his yeah. last month uh, at Los Al. Even kill, yeah. I, I think uh, it really meant a lot to him deep uh, down. Um, this has been his life, and he loves doing everything he does. That's why... You know, we say he's still doing the morning line, and yeah. we, we hate that. But I mean, he really, he really enjoys his job. He's very good at it, and he's just—he's been such a, a big figure at Los Al and, and quarter horse racing in general. I mean, it was—it uh, was—it was coming to him to, to get something named after him at Los Alamitos. So that's fun. It's—it's it's a great—it's uh, a great uh, facility downstairs. It's a great room. Um, can't wait to hang out there more and enjoy, of course, the racing and of course plenty of sports. Uh, they have. Tons of TV. I was shooting pool with Dave Weaver. Uh, it was me and Weaver against uh, Danny Chavez and Matt Fells. Oh, okay. So we're doing a little. Who jump. won? We won. No, I'll take it back. We got down to the last ball head to head. Yeah. And I think Danny sunk it in. So they, they took it from us. They did. That was one thing I really liked uh, when I was down there. 
um, it was it was really cool to see a lot of the horsemen there together. Yeah. Like I back in uh, you know I'm gonna go to the 90s. Uh, that was when like a lot of trainers and owners would sit together in the grandstand and you would see them all together. And it um, it's just not really like that uh, that much anymore. But to see fails. Yes. Justin Joyner mm -hmm. and Willoughby, Willoughby walks in. Dave Weaver, you, Orlando's down there. Burgard, Jerry Wall. Yeah, I mean, that's what I really liked yeah. about it. You know, everybody was coming down and they're having a good time. Yeah, it was it was a fun time for sure. And it's a great layout. I love the layout downstairs. Yeah, the pool tables on the other side of the bar, TVs all around. The bar sits maybe 30, 40, 50 people. Uh, and of course, you can cram in more people in there. You got betting machines, um, live tellers in the races as well. So. All around, it's a great place to hang out during and after the races, and of course, casual attire. If you if you're walking into the grandstand, that same attire will get you there. You can hang out in there. It's on the clubhouse side, just five bucks admission. Circling back, champion of champions, the field is set. I believe there was five birds, two more got declined, so the top five in the C Wayne. They got in into the mix of things. Yeah, uh, I think on the bubble was Mia More Secreto. That's one that got in, mm -hmm. and who else got in? Uh, A's and J's. A's and J's, yes. So yeah, um, like we said, we we finally broke it down. We're like, look, nobody's uh, except political attraction didn't accept. Yeah. SF Hot Pass said we're honored, but I don't think we're making the trip out to California. Rusty's Miracle was retired uh, after the All American Derby win. So yeah, out of the uh, Z Wayne Hot Stepper, he looks hot. Just a cartel. Mia Moore Secreto and A's and J's. I told you, once you look at the, at the five that made it, it's looking like a very good field. Oh, yeah. Uh, we said just as long as you get some of these good horses to come back. I mean, I was really happy to see Hot Stepper uh, back in, run back, in back mix, yeah. to where you think, okay, maybe he could do a little damage. Uh, you know, I didn't pick him, but I said, you know, this is a field I could see him getting a little confidence back yeah, in. Yeah, and definitely look sharp in that victory. So uh, looking forward to the finals of the, you know, the great one champion of champions, the field of set. Of course, uh, all eyes right now are on Beach Thesis Boy, see what he can do. And, and of course, the Justin Joyner training flash and roll. Yeah, I uh, was talking to Ed last night and we were going to ask him who is going to be the favorite. Who, do, who does he think uh, will be the favorite going into uh, champion of champions flash roll or BH Lisa's Boy? He thinks uh, it's just going to come down to the post position Ooh. draw. Uh, whoever draws the best post, he, he's going to give that little nod to. That's going to be a fun, fun. I mean, we're just weekends away. We're just weekends away from the big yep. weekend here at Los Alamitos. Yep, we're, we'll have our, our trials here, and then we'll have the finals for the Deuce, and then we'll have Deuce, uh, Champion of Champions, and, and SoCal Derby there. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, we're recording this, of course, on, on Saturday uh, before the races. So, uh, yeah, we're just... Well, it's November 33rd. Before you know it, we're going to be December 14th and 15th, the weekend of, of the big closing weekend. And, of course, Ed Burgard is going to be calling his last uh, weekend of races on that weekend as well. But still ahead, we got Bobblehead Night coming up. We have, uh, of course, the championships uh, going uh, coming up. There's plenty to be looked forward to here in the next couple of weeks. It's going to be a busy week. So, uh, it's going to fly by. Yeah, anyone who uh, wants to come and, and pay their respects to, to Ed, I... Here they're going to have a, a meet and greet. Yes. Uh, so that he'll be able to sign autographs. I heard that's in the works. Um, so if you ever have wanted to come and meet Ed, and or maybe you thought uh, you were intimidated by him or something, <laughs> you know, because uh, people will get that way yes. around Ed. Uh -huh. you, you can just go, you know, nice, friendly guy, yeah. uh, a great ambassador for the sport. So come out, uh, make the trip out, uh, and and see Ed Burgart live and in person and get an autograph. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be fun. So stay tuned to 
Twitter, of course, it'll be announced, and of course, LosAlmitos.com for all the info on the upcoming promos as we end the season. All right, Sunday night, Los Alamitos, two million for Trudy Cross. We have 12 of them, Curtis. Looking forward to it. We have a consensus matchup. That's uh, our top three selection from uh, myself, Curtis, Ed Burgart, Professor G, Quarters George, and Chris Wade. Yes. That's in the nine lines. The, the all-star uh, crew. <laughs> six six uh, handicappers providing their top three selections for each and every trial. There's side wagers underneath the table every of now course. and then. There's pizza. There's belts on the lines. There's all kinds of things going on. <laughs> uh, we'll share the consensus on Twitter, of course, and also you can find it in the Night Lines program as well. Who has the belt right now? Orlando has the belt currently. All right. He finally paid his pizza last okay. week, so I owe. But that is one thing I was going to say I, I do like about our consensus is that, you know, some. Times uh, people think, oh, they're just, you know, they don't really care about their picks. No, no it's we, serious business. We've got behind-the-scenes oh, action man. going on. It's you against George, <laughs> me against Orlando every time. And and uh, Chris Wade, whenever he wins and you see him, oh. he'll, he'll let you know, oh, oh he's gonna man, I got it. you guys yeah, last time. Yeah. <laughs> Chris will definitely rub it in if, he's, if he comes down on the leaderboard. So there's plenty of things going on behind the scenes. Uh, don't think we're, we're not really uh, looking forward to it because we are. All right. 12 trials, all the distance of 400 yards. The top 10 fastest qualifiers advance to the rich Los Alamitos 2 million futurity final. Field of eight here in race one, who'd you pick? I'm going with the well-bred two-horse Trumpster. Uh, ran really nice first time out at Los Al for Chris O'Dell. I mean, it was, he just flew out of there, uh, got up by two early. It was just a really impressive effort. Went 15:56. It's only making its third career start, so that's a you know a great thing to have under your belt. That you haven't run a whole lot of races going into the Deuce Trials at the very end of the year, so this horse is fresh and looked amazing. Joins the Chris O'Dell barn, so I think this horse is definitely on the improve. Definitely uh, lived up to the breeding by a out of AB Water Runner there by One Dashing Eagle. Oh. Romp by a length and a half at 10 to 1 there from the inside post. Just looking at the race visually, looked very, very impressive. I'm going to have him as my third choice. I'm going to go back to a runner that I was very high on, and I believe I actually picked this one in that Futurity final. I'm talking about the five, Cattail Cove here for Juan Alamán and Carlos Huerta. To me, in this field, if there's one horse you can say the distance will be absolutely no problem, to me, it's the five. Draw a line through, through that effort last time out, troubled in those trials there. But if you look at those, uh, that win, two starts back, 330, he was just stretching his legs. That extra 70 yards should be no problem. I think the distance is key. Cattail Cope should love it. I'm going to go five, and then the two nicely brave runners. Bodacious Dream Girl, who won nicely, two starts back there. Locally here, going in 1701, 330 yards. And then, of course, the two Trumpster, who uh, broke out with a terrific performance last time out. So, to me, the distance uh, benefits the five. The, class, the breeding class, for sure, is going to be the four and the two. So I'm going to go five, four, two. Yeah, I'm going two on top, and then I'm going to go to the seven, Sass Mo Blue. I uh, have to Sass Go Blue. You like uh, you like those Sass Mo's and Sass Go's. Uh, hey, so you've got your families, <laughs> and i got mine. Uh, this one's a political jest. We yes. talked about that one all last week. Um, this horse uh, in, in the last trial outing got bumped at the start and then got bumped around the eighth pole and you know, a lot of bumping there with foes and I thought finished out full of run. I'm kind of disappointed in the morning line here. I thought Berger laid the horse a, a little low. I was talking to Quarters GD about that. Uh, I think we should have got a little bit better price. What's but, the morning line on this one? Uh, four to one. 
and and Bodacious Dream Girl is actually one here, and she's eight to one. I thought, <laughs> you know, maybe they should have been flipped, but hey, you know, Burgard, he he's watching everything, yes. and uh, he's pretty hard on it. So he lays that four to one, knowing the horse is probably looking live. And then I'm going to the five Cattail Cove, and uh, the last trial, yeah, I, there was so much trouble for this horse. I had to put rough beginning. Yep. That's how how much trouble lines uh, were there early in the race. And then you just draw a line through that one, and this horse, like you said, has looked like has wanted to stretch out the entire time. Only lost by half a length there in the Governor's Cup to Pitbull, so uh, has every right to uh, make a comeback off that last disappointing effort. Oh, race trial one in the books. And Reiner, this first post is scheduled for right around 5 p.m. I believe. What, do you have a five twenty? Five twenty. Yeah, right. five twenty p.m. By that time, it's dark already. Yeah. So there's no daylight type of. Uh, Which has been uh, pretty controversial here in the past. When uh, what was it? We had four, four horses, or five. Four. Yeah, yeah. qualifying in, in that one uh, in the first uh, fraternity trial. So uh, no excuse. Well, hopefully no excuses <laughs> this time. Maybe there could be a tailwind. <laughs> yeah, or for sure. That is for sure. Given that it's been pretty, it's been actually kind of windy the last few nights at times so race number two second division field of eight i'm going back to speaking of the controversial controversial trial well i'll leave it up to you who did you pick here in race number two going to the four ain't working here for monte arosa yes um, I think You Can Run was highly regarded. We'll see that one later on for Mike Castleman. Uh, I think we're all looking forward to that horse. And uh, running and eight working really gave that horse a run for Everything. his morning. Uh, was, was up there. It was only a, a, a head by a neck. But started lugging out and was eventually out finished by You Can Run. But I think if Ain't Working stays straight, uh, could have won that race. And in the debut, ran second by a half to FM Dynasty Rock, who's qualified for fraternities at a state. So I think this is another horse only making the third lifetime start and then uh, can improve. And I, I like being drawn uh, down in between there in the four hole. Uh, while the seven and eight, you know, we've seen at times uh, when the the good runners get next to each other, sometimes it can cause problems. Yeah, and it, to me, that night I I needed a working badly <laughs> because at that point you can run. I got into a little bit of trouble in two or three starts, had not really broken. So of course, the night that you can run breaks cleanly, runs a perfect race. Yeah, was that night, and needed every bit of that to beat in working by a head. Yeah. They were over a length clear of the third place finisher. Mm -hmm. So ain't working is legitimate, but the more I looked at this race, the more I thought there's seasoned runners in this year that have been in some battles. So I know the Tailwind was a big big uh, push for Z eight two starts back. But to me it was still a course that had run well at, at Ridoso, came here locally and gave up and Adam everything he could handle and she, she looked sharp. Uh, you know, in, in the in the finals didn't break all that well. Viradog got bumped. Finished fifth in a better look trip. I think switching to the outside is going to give this this eight horse, Kiss Through Fire, a good chance at running her best race. So I'm going to get pick the eight on top. Lucky ladies, man. Uh, the more I looked at second to run for your life, two starts back. That was a very good second considering this one was a length clear of Ventura Jess JQM, who I believe we'll see later on tonight. Actually, we'll see in trial number one. Mm -hmm. um, and then that, that win was sharp, three starts back. Uh, so I'm going to give this one a, a benefit of the doubt, being in some battles and being a qualifier already to a final, that uh, he could be tough. And then I go to the rail, Starlet, who uh, she looked sharp winning last time out by half a length in front of Cataboy and Trippish Royal Foos, who came back to win. And remember, remember that she had worked pretty nicely before her debut. Yes. But she was just like picking up checks, not really with the winning those races, not really showing anything she could uh, she could go by. 
Last time out could have been the race that kind of woke her up. Uh, not so sure uh, about the distance. We'll still it's still yet to see. But I, I'm gonna give her a little bit of shot. I'm gonna if you're playing supers, yes, the four is gonna be my my four choice. But I'm gonna go seven eight seven one four eight seven one four. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the eight uh, kiss through fire there in second. Uh, last time out, it had the outside in the fraternity and uh, just veered out, but still finished out uh, full of run there. And I think being drawn uh, next to a lucky's ladies man who usually breaks pretty quick will have a target to run at. I think uh, I'm putting the seven for third, but I think I have been a little hard on this horse. You know, running second and uh, you know third by half to run for your life yeah. twice. You know, it, I just thought a lucky's lady man would be better. I thought he would be the you know kind of the favorite going into the longer races, and I just haven't seen that late kick. I've just kind of seen an even run for this horse, so that's what I'm going to put in the third spot. But if anyone makes a mistake, uh, I think he's got a really good shot. And I was talking to. Justin Joyner downstairs in uh, in Burgarts, mm -hmm. and he said this is his best shot right really? here. Really? Ladies, man. Oh, look at that! All right, race number three, four hundred yards. This time we got a field of eight. Run for your life draws the outside, Curtis. Is this the first very heavy favorite we'll see of the night, or are you trying to go deeper in here? Nah. Once they pulled the blinkers off of this horse, uh, he's been amazing. Uh, I mean, he's he's won four and uh, finished second by half there in the Gov Cup to Pitbull, uh, and then he won the Golden State last time over Circle City. So, I mean, he just looks much the best in this field. Uh, I'm going to Wambui for second. Uh, I think this horse, uh, kind of the light bulb went on, and he's been finishing really well. I think he'll probably you know, enjoy the 400-yard distance. And then a little bit of a long shot. I'm going to the two inaugurator. I picked it last time, but just bumped at the start and got pinballed there at the eighth pole. But I think this uh, horse is capable of running the 400-yard distance. Just needs a clean trip. Are you telling me you're completely giving up on an old friend of your gentleman, James? No love there? No love? Are you shocked? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've, I picked this horse and it lost a Chalala favorite, and then it got beat by Wham Bowie, who's in here. And that was at 300 and 350 that the horse couldn't finish. When he didn't finish the fight at 300, I can't pick him at 400. I just can't do it. I'm going to go. I agree with you, Jack. That's spot on. 8 3. But we're going to go our separate ways. Gentleman James. I'm still going to give him okay. a Okay. I got him for third. That, that debut win was too good to just give up right now when you're in a trial for the uh, that, well, that's the kind of thing you're doing where once a guy gets off a horse <laughs> that's when you get on uh, that's we've it. done that to each other <laughs> we past. have we have for sure so i'm gonna go eight three seven here in a pretty straightforward third trial of the night uh and i misspoke it was a it was a field of nine i was speaking about uh mr kelly there in the outside for salaretta and armando cervantes who comes out of a second place by ahead so run for your life post eight but i'm gonna go eight three Seven, and I'm going to go eight three two. All right, race number four, fourth trial of the night, the closeout leg of the early pick four. We got a field of nine, interesting race, top to bottom. There's some runners with good form. There's some runners have raced well against some tough fields before, but they might not be coming into this race in the best form of their careers. Interesting race to hold out, uh, close out the early pick four. This is where I'm taking my shot of the night here uh, to close uh, out the early pick four. Going to the nine, FDD Texas T was actually uh, pretty close there to the favorite against uh, Trumpster there, yes. uh, first time at Los mm -hmm. Al, and just reared and lost the rider at the start. Uh, I mean, it was just all over from there. Uh, but comes back and draws the outside. 
I had really liked this horse from the uh, October 12th work of 12-3. Uh, I thought this horse probably could have gone 12-1, uh, but was just under a restraint there in the final strides. I, so I think this horse is uh, primed in a, what I think is an easier field on the night, uh, just as long as Vinny can get this uh, filly to settle down. She draws the outside, so she's not going to be in there too long, and we'll just see what she's made of. No thanks, Curtis. No thanks. <laughs> After everything I just <laughs> said. You're talking about a horse? That two out of three starts has reared at the start. That's true. Um, in a in a trial, no, thank you. I'm, I, this horse definitely showed talent in his workouts here locally. Uh, I'm willing to let this horse beat me. I'm going to three kiss my dynasty for Jaime Gomez, James Flores here to ride here for Jaime Gomez. Uh, overall, a filly that uh, excuse me, a gelding that has finished third and second last couple of starts was able to show uh, gate speed in three out of the last four starts, and to me, that's going to be the key in this race. Uh, there's not a lot of professional breakers. I think he can get the jump on the field. Uh, obviously, he finished fourth beha behind uh, Geothermal and Fire by Night last time out. Excuse me, third. Would eventually be placed second. I thought it was a good effort. So I'm going to pick the three on top. I'm going to the seven both times nine. Throw a line throughout effort last time out. I thought she could run much, much better. Didn't get the best of starts. I still think, I'm still willing to believe that maiden victory two starts back was legitimate. Mr. Bill came back to win. I think we'll see a better effort with a clean start from the 7. And then the 8, Anna Marie here, uh, who added the flipping halter three starts back. Since then, a 4th, a 3rd, and a 2nd for Elena Andrade. Mr. Bill uh, was the winner in that maiden event last time out. And uh, she, has raced, she has raced 400 and 440 already at Ridoso uh, in two starts. And wasn't beating all that well in that 440-yard event. It was by a length and a half, but it was against a, a sharp field. So I think the eight could be a little bit of a of a mix here. So I'm gonna go three, seven, eight. You know what our picks in here are telling me? What? Because I don't have uh, the one, and you don't have the one, and neither of us picked the four, who's the favorite <laughs> exactly. on top. I think that tells us this is a race where you want to try and oh, catch a long this, shot. This is gonna be fun. Uh, I'm liking FDD Texas T on top, going to the four Terrifier. Mm -hmm. uh, I, just from that great family of terrific energy, walk through fire on top there, um, qualified for the Golden State. Didn't really fire, just got bumped at the start and weakened, but did run well enough in the trial to qualify. If you break 20 seconds, that's going to put you right there at the end in this field, I believe. So picking that one for second, and then I'm going to go to the six, Javelina Cantina, who uh, I've always thought of as a horse that could finish, but just has been disappointing yes. lately. But... It, Again, in this field where I'm not really scared of anybody, maybe this is a race for Javelina Cantina to get back on track. So I'm going to go 9-4-6. Interesting trial there to end the pick four. 12 races means three pick fours, so middle pick four immediately begins in race number five. We got another field of nine here going 400 yards. What did you pick here? Mental error on the comeback? Mental error. Yes. Just draw a line through it. Just... You know, uh, was, was favored to win uh, the PCQHR uh, Breeders' Futurity there and just false broke, veered out, and bumped. So just draw a line through it. Uh, really impressed us there in the trial outing. Uh, beat up for speed and Pitbull just absolutely crushed him that night. I think, uh, you know, this field isn't even close to up for speed or Pitbull. So uh, if we just see Mendelaire just get out, uh, the only question is uh, can he go 400 yards? But I think he's just going to be too good in this. Even if he runs a slow time, I think he'll be good enough to get the job done. Yeah, if he just runs that effort two starts back, 
they might be running for second. The only th question is the distance. Yeah. Um, and there's one horse that I think the distance should not be a concern, and that's why I think the main threat has got to be the four. Just be real. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know how he made up that much ground, but he made it look like they were standing still. Go back and look at that replay. He he pulled away very very impressively in 1764. Two starts back, he was able to rally and get up to win by a nose. He's he's on the improve. He's a runner that um, really interesting stretching out an extra 50 yards. Mentor is a horse to beat. So I'm gonna go six four, and then the two favorite illusion who. Uh, the only really blemish is that fourth place finish against Southern Wagon and that allowance two starts back, but was a debut winner back in June. Came back with a good second there on California Breeder Champions Night in that stakes event. Then just narrowly missed by a nose after getting bumped at the start last time out. Uh, good form, good trainer, uh, interesting horse for me there. Uh, but to me, it looks like a 6-4 type of race. I'm going to go 6-4-2. Yeah, I got the same exact trifecta. We got a six on top. Just Be Real has always looked a, like a horse uh, that has wanted more distance, and he gets it on Sunday night. And then I'm going to the two favorite, Illusion, who is a game horse. Uh, as long as there's not a, a lot of trouble there, he's going to be there. But the question is, you know, how fast is he really? Yep. Is he going to be able to put up a time good enough to qualify? Uh, but usually puts in a good effort. All right, race number six. We got a field of eight going to 400 yards. By the way, I don't have the Moynihan written on my PPs because I did all my uh, majority of my notes without the Moynihan. I wanted to see well, who I kind of landed here. But race number six, who's the morning line favorite? The morning line favorite is going to go to the five. Sounds good. Ooh, Scott right. Willoughby uh, at Allred, Vinny Bednar, all the, all the familiar connections. That's who I'm going to on top. Uh, I talked to Scott, yes. and he said uh, he's still... Uh, pretty high on this horse, you know, and he said they usually don't put maidens, uh, but this horse has been crying out for more distance. He's just got to get in the race early. Yes. Th that's the thing. Um, he's kind of disappointed uh, before that last one. That's what got me back on track with this horse. She's Divine really flew out of there and uh, sounds good. Just really was rolling late on the end, missed by a nose, and that was at 300. It's going to get 100 more tonight. Vinny's just got to put this horse, race, uh, horse in the race early. Yeah, there's two horses in here that to me are looking for extra distance. And that is, one of them is a five, who mm -hmm. I have for second, and the other one to me is the two, Celtic Miracle, who got up uh, got up to win by half a length going 300 yards that night. And I thought he that comeback effort, he was gonna be finishing up for second or third, and he was gonna be much, she was gonna be much sharper second time out. Well, she came in running. And I think getting back to, uh, stretching out to 400 yards is what she wants. So I'm going to go 2-5 and then the one bread and butter for Sally Rivera and Armando Cervantes. This could be the best two-year-old, I think, uh, in the barn of Sally Rivera. Uh, just missed second by a neck to Terrifier. Uh, two starts back in that 330-yard event. Went 400 yards last time out. Didn't get out to the best of starts. Got bunt and then finished six, beating three lengths. You get the rail. You can get a little bit of a head start if you can break sharply there from, from the inside post. That's an interesting course for me from the round. So I'm going to go 2-5-1 here in race number six. Yeah, I like our exact there. I, I got the five on top, and I like uh, Celtic Miracle off that last one. Um, we had talked about Paul switching to Huerta uh, being a, a good angle for him. You know, as much as I love Sanchez, sometimes you just don't fit horses. They put no. Huerta on, and that he's horse really a took good off. Good role. Yeah, he's, he's been a good role with Huerta. Yeah, and here you're getting six to one on, on Celtic Miracle, who I, I agree. I think this is a horse that uh, is crying out for more distance, so I like him in the second spot. And then I'm going to go to the seven, Corona Required. Uh, a horse that 
if he wins, it's not going to be a blazing time. No. I'll just say it right now. It, it's probably going to go over 20 seconds. But if he puts himself in the race there early, he might be able to stay up there. But I don't think he can outfinish the likes of the two or the five. All right, race number seven. We've got a field of nine in this trial here. And uh, up and coming is a horse uh, that has been in sharp form. Tell Cartel, that's a previous uh, favorite of mine here. Who did you pick here in race number seven? Tell Cartel. Yes. My, one of my most clutch trainers <laughs> here, Matt Fails. Uh, this horse is just rolling late uh, in the PCQHRA uh, fraternity there against Sasco Blue. Uh, bumped at the start and was down uh, a length and a three quarters there at the gap and still made up a length there late in the trial. Uh, absolutely crushed going away there to win by two. So it's just a no-brainer uh, for this horse to be stretching out to 400. Uh, should enjoy it. Uh, just has to get out. Um, when he breaks, he, he's right there, but when he doesn't, it, it really affects him. Even the last time, he, he finally uh, did roll late there, but yeah, and what I like also, uh, he brings in uh, Jorge Bordeaux yeah. uh, to ride here. Uh, Gasca's not riding Tel Cartel, it'll be Bordeaux on Sunday, but uh, they're rolling pretty good right now. They're a team uh, at Turf Paradise a lot, fails in Bordeaux, so uh, it's just uh, strong connections, I think, and the, the cry out for more distance, uh, he should get the job done. Yeah, to me, the, it's, it's all about the distance for Tel Cartel. He's sharp, he can finish, the extra 50 yards should be no problem. The main threat uh, to me is probably got to be Chikatita's favorite, who's in sharp form since stretching out to 400 yards, you know, back-to-back -back wins. Eddie Garcia. Uh, does have the tendency to break in and drift in, lug in. So that's a little bit of concern, but I, I like the way he's been holding off those fields. Uh, definitely look like, looks like a horse on the improve if he can run a straight path. Definitely a big contender. And then to two up and coming who I talked about when uh, we talked about this race there. Four for six overall there. Uh, narrowly missing by half a length, three starts back. And then last time out, got into some trouble there against some tough, tough rivals. So. The two definitely is interesting, but I think the race goes through the four and seven. So I'm going to go four, seven, two here in race number seven. Okay. Yeah, we're just off a little. Uh, I like the four on top. I like up and coming for second. This horse uh, can fire um, in the fraternity trials. Uh, has beaten some nice horses in the uh, beat Javelina Cantina and Cataboy, who we talked about, and Diamond Rock in fraternity trials. Uh, I'm not sure if he's an elite level horse. Uh, I think it'll be kind of what I previously said. Um, from last race where if he wins it's not going to be a terrific time but I think he should be able to get the distance and I can't believe I'm picking it but I'm picking Chikatita's favorite for third. I don't know what turned this horse around. It looked like she couldn't go an yes, inch past uh -huh. 300 yards. Uh, you, you, had, you had given up. Yeah, somehow uh, Cooper's gotten this horse uh, to win two starts at, at 400-yard distance. Uh, Eddie's back aboard here, so I think she'll be, be there early. It's just if she can hold off Tell Cartel. All right, that is trial number seven. I'll go 472. 427. Race number eight here, the payoff leg of that middle pick four. And we have arrived to the first lock of the night. Oh, what are you going to go here? Well, I know you're already thinking, Jose, are you making, are you, are you, are you giving up on a horse that you had loved at the beginning of the year? Five bar jackpot. You have been waiting for a horse like this to come back. and That, that would be a monster lock. But no. <laughs> he's the a, he's a second choice to complete the exacta. Really? You can run. The lock of the night for Mike Castleman. Look, this horse hurt my wallet last time out. Ripped my heart off with that photo. Mm -hmm. But to me, he finally showed that he can break. Yes. He had shown ability in those two stars. Go back and look at that September 29th and August 3rd. The talent was there, but 
he he had he needed to learn how to break the extra distance based on those starts shouldn't be any kind of problem he's another horse that uh, should be crying out for extra room he showed me he can break he showed me he can run somewhat straight to me he's the horse with the most upside in this field that's my lock of the night I agree with you um, you know you can run as look like a horse that has wanted to go further all year long and uh, I really think everyone thought he was gonna just crush the field yes uh, last time out in that maiden and ain't working really uh, just pushed uh, this gelding all the way to the wire uh, but yeah, should enjoy the 400-yard distance. I'm gonna go to the seven, Butterlicious. Putting you can run on top because although Butterlicious is dangerous, uh, it's really the trainer that swayed me. He really didn't think Butterlicious could get 400 yards, and yeah. he ends up winning uh, that quarters. Golden State yeah. Fraternity <laughs> Trial. But it wasn't that great of a time. I think 1993 is beatable, but yet the horse is dangerous. And then I'm gonna go to the two, Show Me Girl for Justin Joyner. I uh, had to run against Trumpster, who ran that big 15.56, but uh, in the first effort for uh, Show Me Girl at Los Al, veered in and bumped at the start and was gaining on Trumpster late. So I think with a, a clean start and being drawn next to You Can Run, uh, may pu uh, you know, pull a little upset in the eighth race. All right, so you're going to go, I'm going to go 3.87. I go 3.72. Uh, Five-bar jackpot there, the exact. I'm still going to give him a shot there for the exact. <laughs> All right, race number nine, the start of the late pick four. And right, are we, am I reading this correct? Back to back lock? Back to back. Get, you know, get the, uh, the GIF ready to lock it up, all right? That's what I'm saying about this it's, one. It's unfortunate that it's not, it's, there's no mid-card, there's no double tying the two races. It's unfortunate that mm -hmm. it's not the same pick four. But nonetheless, lock of the night. You can't have it all. But in the ninth, I'm going to Sasco Blue. I couldn't believe that this horse was five to two oh. over up and Adam that you're was two salivating. to one. Yeah. I mean you're talking about a horse that just won a fraternity. I know up and Adam uh, has been great all year long, but if I can get a you know better odds on a horse, it wasn't a fluke that Sasco Blue won <laughs> over Telcar. You don't think the rail was hot? No. The rail was hot, Curtis. This horse wins from inside, <laughs> he wins from outside and he's, you know, the last three starts has just been finishing outstanding. Uh, draws a nice seven post here. I think the 400-yard distance will be, uh, uh, you know, no trouble for Sasco Blue, who who looks like uh, he's just getting stronger as the race gets longer, and uh, it's separate interest best baby uh, to date here. So I, yeah. I, I think uh, Burns is really hoping uh, that this horse comes through again on trial night. And they're both they're drawn right next to each other mm -hmm. here. Up and Adam, Sasco Blue. You know, I gotta stick with Up and Adam. Gotta give him the the nod here. But I love that they're drawn right next to each other. This could be a good duel to the wire. It looks like a 6-7, six, 7-6 seven, seven, six type of race. Then for third, I'm going to go, I believe, to an old friend of yours, Southern Wagon, Monte Rosa, Armando Cervantes there, who stamped uh, his name here, Los Lamitos, three starts back. Good win there by three quarters of a length there, pulling, pulling away in 15-53. Didn't get out to the best of starts, finished third to open at him, and then finished sixth there in the finals behind Run For Your Life in Circle City. Uh, so I'm, I think that the two can improve. But it looks like a six seven seven six type of race. Six seven two for me here in race number nine. I'm going seven on top. I'm going two Southern Wagon, like you said. Uh, I really like this horse. Uh, it's just been game all year long. Uh, it's just going to have to carry his speed a little bit more. Hopefully he can get the job done and turn the tables on Up and Adam this time. Then I'm going to go to the six, like we said, Up and Adam for a third. Mm -hmm. Another reason why I like uh, the new Burgart room and all the people being down there. Willoughby was right there as I'm talking to Justin Joyner. He said this is his best chance 
to win on Sunday night. <laughs> For sure. He he thinks up and Adam is his best shot. That he you know, he uh, should have run way better than he did in the fraternity. Just got fractious. Uh, was in there and just weakened at the end, but poised for another big run on Sunday. If you're playing Superfectus, uh, use the four as a... What's the price on the four? Ten to one. Yeah, use the four for the Supers. That's a horse that's going to be running late for third or fourth there, I think, for the Supers. All right, race number ten. We got a field of nine, 400 yards of the distance. Who'd you pick? I'm going to the inside, Nomadic. I'm going to Willoughby. Uh, all right. uh, I'm going... Uh, Drawn down along the inside, hopefully it's uh, hot again here for this horse. Uh, last time out, just didn't break and uh, came rolling late against Chikatita's favorite, Pesky and all them. Uh, only lost by three quarters, but before that, uh, won that uh, consolation there over favorite Mongoose and Butterlicious and won really nicely, I thought. So just needs to get out here. I like being drawn next to Silken Stilettos, uh, who doesn't really have a lot of trouble at the start, and I think we'll have a target to run at. Nomadic is going to be my second choice. My check mark is right to the outside. I think this is one of the other Paul Jones' best tries to get into the big finals. We had mental error there earlier in the card. I think Silken Sanettles is going to improve second time going 400 yards here. Uh, finished second to Circle City. Circle City came back to finish a very good second in the finals there. You get Jesus Ayala stay aboard. And the resume is pretty sharp. A win in three seconds. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, when you're finishing second to uh, Forgot the Rose, Circle City, and horses like that. I think the two is going to run big. The one Nomadic, another one with good resume like you talked about. Um, that's going to be my second choice. Then I'm going to go all the way to the outside. The nine, interesting bar. A horse you could acclaim for 12-5. Mm -hmm. Just two starts ago, Curtis. Winning in 15-49. I thought it wasn't a bad third last time out. Got out there, was, dueling, was battling hard there in 17-78. Uh, the distance could be a question mark, but look, you break sharp from that outside post, you can make some noise. So I'm going to go 2-1-9 there in race number 10. Yeah, the 9 was interesting. Uh, when they gelded the horse, he put up a really huge effort there and won by 2. And then, yeah, he didn't really uh, disappoint too much there uh, when he stepped up against Just Be Real and Sweet Expectations. But I'm chucking him. <laughs> I'm going to the 1 on top and 2, Silken Stilettos, uh, Philly I was high on earlier. I'm just not quite sure that she can get the 400 yards, even though uh, she did finish behind Circle City last time, went 20.07. That might be around the best she can do. But, hey, in this field, that might be uh, what you need to win because my third-place horse, Chris's favorite, I loved the horse last time. Uh, I thought the 400 yards would be great, and he drew the outside, and he won, but he put up a time of 20.14. Not very impressive, but I still think the distance suits this horse. So I'm going to go one, two, seven. All right, Curtis, there's two races left. You know what time it is. The late, da the late, late daily <laughs> double. Late, late daily double. What's, <laughs> what's the approximate post time for race 11? It's going to be 940. All right, not too bad. Not yeah, too but bad. Uh, hey, if you're on the East Coast. Oh, yeah, you're this, late. Th you know, this is uh, going into the wee hours. <laughs> yeah. Remember when, like, they used to run that, uh, that uh, was it Saturday Night Fever WWE show, like at 1 a.m. on Saturday nights or something like that. Oh, yeah, they had a shotgun Saturday yeah, night yeah. and some other ones, mm -hmm. and then they'd have, like, Sunday night heat. Yeah, 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 Sunday night heat. Oh, man, yeah, you get, you get home after the races yeah. and you turn that thing yeah. on. It was, it was classic. It was classic. So here we go, race 11. We got a field of nine. Who'd you pick? I'm going to go to the five. Yeah. Going to Floki. Yeah. Uh, you know, last time out, 
just got bumped away from the gate, got bumped uh, from both sides there, and, and still kept on running. She just lost all chance there when normally she's a quick breaker, so uh, I think it's way better than luck there, you know, even though she goes from ninth to third. I think with a clean start should handle this field. I agree. I think Floki for sure is the, is the horse to beat. Uh, once you change is interesting from the rough to me, I'm still willing to believe that that was a very real win, legitimate time effort from her. Three starts back, one winning by a length and a half. She came back to finish fourth to mentor, enough for speed and pitbull. Those three earners would be very, very competitive in a field like this. And then didn't really hold that stamina last time out against Sasko Blue in the final. So I'm going to give the one another shot there from the rail. And then the nine, Mr. Bill, all the way on the outside. I thought it was a good stride past the finish. Has never raced past 300. The distance is still up in question, but I like the energy past the finish. Uh, so I think that could be interesting here for Lindolfo Diaz and Anita Bramlich. So I'm going to go 5-1-9 here in race 11. I'm going to go to the 7. I'm going to get a, a little price here for a second. I'm going to go to Soul Kisser. First time for Chris O'Dell. Uh, didn't really show too much out of state. I'm basing it off the first um, ever race there at Remington Park against Jesse's Dash Air. Uh, Trey Wood Runner who qualified for some fraternities. Uh, ran a nice second there to him. Typical Odell fashion, comes to Low Sal, works 350 in a slow as molasses time, but uh, they weren't really pushing this horse at all, so hopefully they're hiding something there coming into Sunday, and then I'm going to go to the two, Amir Felix, who is a pretty game runner, uh, he likes to try hard every time, just the question here, uh, with Nunez being on suspension and it switches to Santos Perez, can he keep this horse going? Interesting, interesting trial there because you got a previous security winner in Floki. Race number twin, race number twelve. Excuse me. The final trial of the night. Nervous time will be because that bubble time is going to be what people are concerned about going to the final trial of the night. We got a field of eight to end the night. Who'd you pick? Well, I've given you Joiner's best bet. Yes. And I've given you Willoughby's. Yes. I'm going to give you James Glenn's best bet. Yes. Who I overheard that he thinks close to it is his best horse he's had in about five years. Oof. So he proved it uh, the last two starts, and the last time, uh, that was when I heard it and on the uh, November 1st race, yes. and that horse just absolutely powered away from that field, and uh, you know, he drew the out, you know, near the outside, and that's Ulysses' tendency is to break horses out. Here he draws along the inside. This horse is, you know, it's a favorite cartel that's absolutely screaming out for Breaks more for distance. distance yeah. I, I, just think this is one of my best bets of the night. I'm going with the one close to he it. He was just eating up ground. Like eating yes. up ground. Just looking to, for more ground to be. The rail concerns me a bit. But nonetheless, on talent alone, the one is the horse to beat. A horse that I was high on early on in the year when he made his debut was Pesky. Uh, he, he had worked nicely. Came back. Debut win. Then really didn't progress. Came back with a second behind Chikatita's favorite last, excuse me, last time out. I thought uh, I thought he could be a horse that could maybe improve here after only three starts. So I'm going to go one, five, and then the three ratification there, who just finished behind Pesky there. Just a nose behind. That was his first start locally here at Los Alamitos. Is already a, a Futurity finalist at Ridoso, and that was his first start since July. Could move forward second time out. That was a good effort compared to some of those races he had ran before. So the three for Bobby Cox and Jaime Gomez is interesting i'm gonna go one five three here to end the night yeah we just reverse our exact as one on top i'm going with ratification who i thought 
was out finishing pesky last time i, I think uh could take another step forward uh being the second time at los alamitos uh you know throwing him right into a consolation race uh like that i think jaime had some big hopes for this one I almost would have liked to see James Flores on this one. I thought maybe Jaime had one specific horse yeah, uh, for him to come out and ride. I thought maybe this was it, but I'm going to go uh, the three for second and then the five pesky who uh, has been a solid runner, looked good from the works, uh, beat ratification last time. I think he'll be right there in the end. It's going to be a fun, uh, fun night for sure, fun out of trials. I could s this, this could be a very, very good field of competitive finalists, even any match, if, if we get... You know the, the chips falling in place on who who should qualify but that runner from the run the last race that's play that's probably one of the most talented upside kind of runners as far as visually what i've seen to get more distance yep. he, he's been wanting the more distance I, I think it's just a case of, of getting him out clean and keeping him straight you know he, he's lightly raced there and uh so maybe he, he's a, a bit green early but if ulysses can just get this horse out of the gate clean uh, I think uh, we'll see really something on the final eighth. All right, we got to go. Those are the trials for the deuce. We'll see you guys next week. All right, bye, everybody.